All right. It is Friday. And as you know, we always do a Friday financial news wrap up with Mr. Michael Zuber. How are you, Michael? I'm doing very well. It's uh, it's good Friday. So if you're uh, out and about, you have the day off. I hope you enjoy your three-day weekend. Uh, happy Easter, all that good stuff. I love it. It's April the 15th, 2022. Let's get right into it. CPI, what does CPI mean? And what happened this week with CPI? So CPI stands for Consumer Price Index. It is meant to be a basket of goods uh, that consumers go out and buy, right? Gas, food, things of that nature. And uh, it came in this week, or it came in this week for last month at 8.5%. Obviously, everybody watching this has seen what's happened with gas, uh, with food, with rent. Uh, It went up 8.5%. And and, uh, there's actually a pretty well-known error in the calculation. For example, it's called owner's equivalent rent. In this reading at 8.5%, they highlighted owner's equivalent rent up at only 5%. I happen to be in the real estate game. I happen to have a national audience. And I know that national rent increases is far closer to 14%. So what I do all the time is I back out the five and then I insert the 14 because owner's equivalent rent is about one third of CPI, which makes sense, right? That's your housing costs. So the actual correct reading with that one change is 11.2%. So Double-digit CPI, not good, not good, not good. Very interesting. So let's go to the next category, which is PPI. What does it mean and what happened this week? PPI is producer price index. You can think of this as wholesalers, right? If you guys are buying something from China, for example, you're buying it, you're a retailer, you're, I don't know, Walmart, Target, whoever. That stuff has gone up 11.2%. It had a it is the highest reading ever. Ever. And um this is this is a sign of things to come. So PPI is a leading indicator. It is not guaranteed that we will have CPI go up because again, what you have at the retail level, again, let's pretend to be Walmart, right? You bought a widget from Walmart, it went up 11%. You as Walmart have a choice. You could pass on that 11% increase right to consumers, and some will do that. If you're Walmart and your uh, customers are price sensitive, maybe, just maybe, you eat the entire raise and you just shrink your margins. In reality, you're probably going to do a little bit of both. You'll eat some and pass off others. So while PPI is alarming at 11.2%, Um, it is not a guarantee that that will ripple through to CPI in the near future, but it will bring some higher costs coming, uh, which means inflation is, uh, it's going to be a problem for quite a while, unfortunately. Very interesting. I know there was some comparisons to, they talked about 40 year, they talked about 1981. Mm -hmm. I talked to a friend of mine who he's in his seventies. He's a very astute real estate investor, started investing when he came back from Vietnam, Mm. So again, they're talking, what was the headline? Do you know the headline about the 40 year and what was that share? Yeah. So, so CPI is highest since, uh, I think it was December of 1981. It's the last time CPI was above 8.5%. And again, remember, it's not really 8.5. It's really 11.2%. CPI is in nearly uncharted territories. The U S economy for 40 years, really for 35 years was kind of bumping along two, 3%. 
this is a problem. Uh, if you watch my daily show, you know I've been talking about this for a year uh, because inflation is and has always been a monetary phenomenon. And we just printed too much money. There's too much money in circulation, too much money chasing too few goods. We took risk out of the equation. We have been uh, not doing our due diligence on investing capital. It's bad, bad, bad. And the poor and the middle class are suffering. And I don't have great news. It's, it's probably going to get worse from here for at least a little while. Very interesting times. Very interesting times. You've been talking about this for a long time. I actually changed my artwork. You can see I've got, you know, the U.S. dollar there is kind of a theme now that we're talking more and more about inflation and cost like of goods and services. Let's talk about mortgage rates, right? We've got a real estate audience, the 30 year yeah. mortgage rate. What happened this week? Well, again, so let's, so the mortgage rate is up, right? It was up to five and a quarter this week, which in the real estate game is, is really earth shattering because it hasn't been this high since 2009. Think about that. We've gone 13 years with the 30 year mortgage rate below 5%. So there's entire generation of buyers who's never seen mortgage rates this high. You and I've been in game a long time and we're like five and a quarter. I'll take it all day long, but others haven't, right? There, there's a whole generations that used to mortgage rates being at three. Now they're at five. That freezes the game. So I talked about this last week. We're going to have supply destruction. We're now having real demand destruction. Uh, and we have two warnings coming up. Wells Fargo and Mortgage Bankers Association that should get your attention uh, if you're in real estate or mortgage. Um, it's going to be what happened with Wells. Rough years. So what, Wells Fargo. What did Wells say this week? So Wells Fargo uh, had an earnings announcement. As did Goldman. As did Morgan. As did City. Uh, and one other I'm forgetting. Uh, and Wells Fargo said, and the beauty of this is, if you follow my channel, I told you this was coming. I said one of the banks is going to warn. I just don't know who. It turns out to be Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo said, loan demand is down 35%. Think about that. Wow. 35%. And this is in relative, this is in months. It's down 35%. And again, this is Q1 numbers. The last one point of that jump in mortgage happened in the last couple of weeks. It's not in those numbers. Where the hell is mortgage business going to be now that we're up 200, 250 basis points? More, it, more, the mortgage is going to go down. And that's what the Mortgage Bankers Association said. Uh, actually, you know what, Ty? If, if, it, this is just a wild guess. Okay. Do you know how big the mortgage, like all mortgage origination was in 2021? Just take a wild guess. It starts with a T, by the way, not a B. <laughs> Trillions, right? Yeah. I have no idea. What, so what, the like, answer was, was four trillion. Four trillion. Wow. $4 trillion in originations. A lot of that was refinanced because why wouldn't you refinance? Money was cheap, right? That's, that's, what the, that's what the Fed said to do, right? Go, go refi your house. Take, you know, do a cash out, do rate and term, whatever. Mortgage Bankers Association basically has said the Fed broke housing. Mortgage Brokers Association now expects 2022 to only do $2.6 trillion. You did four. Now you're going to do 2.6. There's going to be mass layoffs in the mortgage business. Real estate agents, you're going to do a lot less transactions this year. Um, it's, I wish I had better news, right? Get a side hustle, build a portfolio, get through this so you can be stronger on the other side. One of my guests always says, and I want to give Greg Dickerson full credit for this on Mondays, good times never last. 
bad times never last. The other thing that is very true is bad times usually are 12 to 18 to 24 months. Good times could be five, six, seven years. We are about to enter a bad time. Be prepared. Don't be nervous. Uh, if you are an investor, I've got great news for you. If you've been prepared because you're watching my channel, you're ready for this. You were raising capital when rates were cheap. You've been doing the work and having a tight buy box. You're going to be working with non-QM lenders and maybe doing a, 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 you know, a 10% down non-QM loan of, of 50, 40, 10. You're going to be very, very creative. And uh, I'm excited by what's coming. If you're not prepared, you're going to get hurt. If you got lucky and rent, run a bad business, you're going to get hurt. Um, if you're at a company that's living off debt, you're going to get hurt. But bad times never last. So, uh, you know, it's, it's winter and, uh, you know, it's, it's going to it's going to last 2022 and 2023, but, uh, I'm excited. I, I'm excited. Say that one more time. It's going to last. And you said two different years, say that again. So the listener really understands what you just said. Yeah. So I did a, I, I actually created a brand new playlist because people like whiteboards. Uh, so I have a playlist called whiteboard. It's all capital letters inside there. I did a economic review 2022 and 2023. It's already a month old and I've been nailing the numbers so far, knock on wood. 2022 is going to be stagflation, meaning high inflation, low growth, but not negative, low growth. 2023, I believe we have a recession. I believe the Fed takes rates up so high. I believe transactions fall in real estate. I believe cash out refis. I believe business go, out of, go bankrupt. And we go through a, a business cycle, which includes a recession. I think the idea of a soft landing given $9 trillion on the Fed's balance sheet is not likely. Uh, and uh, thus a hard landing is in our future and a hard landing simply means a recession. So we have some negative GDP growth coming. I suspect those are next year, uh, maybe Q2, Q3, or maybe Q3, Q3, Q4. But I don't know how we get out of this without some pain. Very interesting times. We've been talking about this, I feel like for the last three months, especially, and really the last six to nine months, if you go back to the Friday financial wrap up, the playlist tie, mm -hmm. I mean, this has been kind of the theme of our conversation of this thing happening like this. Yeah, you could go binge watch. You have a playlist. It's just tie, T-Y. Go back and you could see the weekly wrap ups for over a year, probably over two years. Just listen. We've been, we've been right a lot together. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, I want, to, I want people to hear me. I'm... I, it, I, I, I have a heart, right? So I'm, I feel for the people who aren't prepared, but those people aren't watching my channel, but I still feel for them. The people that are doing the work, they got a little dry powder. They're being a little more conservative on the buy. They're not flipping above the median. Dude, we're going to go ham in the next 18 months. So huge opportunity, huge opportunity. If you're prepared, huge, huge opportunity, if you pivot. And so I just want to, encourage folks that look if this is your time we've been talking a lot in the squad up foundation builders about doubling down on your work ethic doubling down on your activities michael's talking about hey if you're a nine to fiver maybe it's time for a side hustle maybe we need to open up and say okay what other opportunities do i need to look at and take on michael thank you so much for all that you share and do i just want to encourage folks the real the conversations with real estate millionaires an amazing book we always talk about one rental at a time. This is the original book. If you have not bought the book, you can find them on Amazon. If you have the books, please give this man a five-star review. Thank you, Michael, for all that you do. Have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Take care.